0: commodities have boomed now they've busted what comes next well that was quite some wake up call and i'd love to say i'd love to be able to say that i called the top last week i didn't but we did say that it would there was a very real possibility this is the kind of excess that marks a top we observed and much more besides i'm talking commodities this week again energy metals the lot and what can i say but Oof! The metals have sold off dramatically. Starting with gold, uh, we got the feared double top at twenty two thousand and seventy an ounce. That was followed by a so-called island reversal pattern. That's bearish, and if you subscribe to such technical analysis, hocus pocus. Um, And uh, gold duly headed lower. And so far, gold has held around another historic price point, around 1920, 1910, 1920, the old 2011 high. But the momentum is downwards, and I rather fear the 1800s now beckon. Do not try to make sense of it. Gold should, in inverted commas, be going higher. War, inflation, all the rest of it. But how often do we observe an enormous gulf between what gold should be doing and what it actually does? And none of this is helped, of course, by falling stock markets, which create a general sense of unease, not to mention liquidity drains. I should say, by the way, my two special report tips uh, from um, Substack, both those gold mining companies, have held up really well near their highs. So I'm really pleased with the way that they've performed um, the other precious metals, silver, platinum, and palladium, all saw similar about turns with the PGMs, the platinum group medals, in particular experiencing vicious selling. Platinum lost over $200, palladium lost over $1,000. i have no idea where the world suddenly thinks it's going to get its palladium from if Russia's out of the equation, but speculative excess is speculative excess and it trumps fundamentals, at least in the short term. Base metals were similarly struck down, the spikes up in copper, aluminium, zinc, iron ore and lead all reversed and the base metals have mostly returned to their breakout points. And as for nickel, who knows, it seems you can't even trade it. The fundamental case for higher metals prices remains. Even without this war, many years of underinvestment were leading to supply shortages, hence the ongoing bull market. The war triggered panic and frenzy, which is why we got those spikes. Now we've had the washout. We probably need a settling period while markets find their feet and we can then we can reassess. But the burning question is whether we now head into a bear market. And my instinct is only that is that we don't, although where prices find their flaw will tell us a great deal. We'll get a bounce at some point. Indeed, that bounce seems to be starting now. I'm recording this on Wednesday, the 16th of March. How much spring? Will this bounce have? Turning to oil and energy next. Brent has plunged too, so has WTI. Brent flirted with $140 a barrel before flipping on a dime and falling back into double figures. $98 is the current price. And there's a narrative now emerging that we need to stop relying on Um, how shall I put it, nations with insalubrious governments for our natural resources. Prime Minister Boris Johnson was articulating just such thoughts in The Telegraph this week, and he's now coming under increasing pressure from Nigel Farage, among others, to ignore green pressure groups and develop domestic oil and gas reserves. Uh, In the US, President, um, all President Biden seems to be able to talk about is high gas prices, be it actual gas or the stuff we... Called petrol, more properly known as petrol, and one wonders wonders if his anti-domestic development policies will also do an about turn, and America will try to regain its its heady days of only a few years back when it was self-sufficient, energy self-sufficient, and could meet all its oil and gas needs without having to rely on imports. The anti-domestic development narrative is looking a lot less compelling in the face of the Ukraine invasion and can only be losing popular support. And this all points to increasing investment at home, and that should be good for all natural resource companies in, if Verticom sensible places. There's a growing need for the products and services such companies are providing, and there will soon be capital to back it up. On the other hand, there is also growing demand for windfall taxes on energy companies, especially in America. Don't be so stupid. Anyway, even with this correction then, I suggest that you should remain long energy and mining companies, insensible jurisdictions, and all... I have to say, the America, with some of its recent rulings, does not necessarily count as sensible. You only need to look at Trilogy Metals in Alaska that had its licence revoked. I mean, it's just insane anyway to take this opportunity that we the the other option if you're not already long is to take this opportunity that we're going to have over the next few weeks to accumulate some positions and get long if you're not already and I note that the companies haven't sold off to the same extent as the commodities themselves and that implies that the disaster of the secular bear market variety is not yet at hand for commodities investors there's still some gas in the tank so to speak I reserve the right to change my mind as always as events unfold and I change my mind all the time as regular listeners, readers will know. But for now, my prognosis is that what we've just experienced is a correction of the massive washout in a bull market variety rather than an end of days secular top. What do you think? Am I right? I'll be watching prices, reading research, <laughs> reading Twitter, listening to cleverer people than me on podcasts, and thinking avidly this week, and trying to do so with an open mind. And this is one of those times that requires thought, but not yet necessarily action. Um, so that's where I am, and, and onwards we trust. Onwards we trudge, I should say. Thank you very much for listening. I'll be back back uh, with another podcast very soon I think I'm sort of planning to move this podcast over to Substack because um, Substack hosts podcasts but I don't think that will change anything as far as listeners are concerned I think it's it, all the changes will be on my side not on your side and um, yeah uh, please subscribe anyway in any case on Substack and look out for my special reports uh, if you're into that kind of thing hopefully you'll make more than enough money to justify the price of the special report. And that's about it. Thank you very much for listening and I'll be back with another programme very soon. Cheerio.